Away, you moldy rogue. Away. Welcome back, everyone, to the Mouldy Rogues podcast. We are finally hitting our stride as we round the corner towards the finish line of Season 3. Today, we have an in-depth look at the Expendables series of films in our Golden Years feature, and another Roll Dahl or Wrong Dahl that is just good, healthy fun, and nothing to worry about. Okay, let's stop yapping and get on to the yapping. This came to me as I was falling asleep. You'll like this, and this is Children Friend. No, I don't use that phrase. It's for the family. Children Friend. Like most of our best features, it was conceived when you were barely conscious, and you thought that our Children Friend is a catchy title. It's not the title. I was gonna say it's child friendly, like a child could be listening. This is the Golden Years feature whereby we choose a year mm-hmm. and then we put the celebrities born in that year into a particular setup. So we have had the Golden Years restaurant, we've had the Golden Years heist, mm-hmm. and this time I thought we could have the celebrities born in 1977 in the expendable Dirty Magnificent Seven. Okay. That sounds more like a porn film than I'd intended. Um, Sure. I mean, I don't really know what it means yet, but I'm sure I'll figure it out as you explain further. Okay. So I'm going to give you 10 1977-born celebrities. What you're going to have to do with your limited brain is keep those to one side whilst simultaneously remembering these archetypes and then you're going to match them up. Okay, gotcha. I'm thinking mostly sort of expendables. We are going to have a group of gnarled ex-SAS martial artist mean motherfuckers. So what we need, a tough leader, a Sylvester Stallone type. As you remember mm-hmm. in the expendables, he was called Barney Ross. That's the kind I admit, of... I've... I've never watched The Expendables. <laughs> I nearly called them The Extendables, which given that it's now on its like ninth film is quite accurate. Yes. We should do, right, The Expendables, right, the same characters, so you're tough nuts, but with really tall actors, and then we could call it The Extendables. <laughs> You've got to be over 190 centimetres yeah, to take Stephen, Stephen Fry in The Extendables. And yeah, Stephen Fry, Stephen Merchant, the bloke who played Jaws. Otto von Bismarck. In fact, he really fit in to the Expendables. Anyway, stop coming up with better ideas. We're lumped <laughs> with this, right? Yeah. So right. you've got your grizzled boss character. He's seen mm-hmm. it all, been there, done that. 
You've got okay. the Jason Statham character who was brilliantly, if you remember, called Lee Christmas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not making me want to see it anymore. He was a former SAS soldier. Lee Christmas, weapons expert, good with his hands. He could do your decking on a Sunday good morning. With his, I was going to say good with his hands, carpentry, sculptor. <laughs> Lee yeah. Christmas. Baker cake. That's Lee, Lee Christmas. Christmas. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Oh, no, that's horrible, isn't it? I don't want to think of Jason Statham like that. Next, you've got a martial artist in The Expendables. The character's called Yin Yang, which immediately no, sets no, up. No, like, he's not called Yin Yang. I have copied and pasted from Wikipedia. He's called yeah, Yin Yang. Wikipedia, that famously unimpeachable reputation <laughs> for clarity and fact. So what you're telling me is that a Sylvester Stallone scripted film would not be as blatant as to call no. the martial artist Yin Yang. No, but what I am no? telling you is that for about a week when I was at university, my roommate edited the LinkedIn page to say that he was the first man on the moon, and it took him a week to change it back to Neil Armstrong. So I'm saying that somebody with nefarious purposes might have just decided it was called Yin Yang. However... I admit, if we've already got Lee Christmas, then Yin Yang's not too much of a uh, of a leap of faith. Fine, Yin Yang. His name better actually be Yin Yang. You're not just doing this to make me look racist, are you? No, of course not. Not that you need any help. So we've got a martial artist expert. We've also got Dolph Lundgren's character, which is Sniper Gunnar Jensen. Oh, so his occupation is a sniper, and his yes. name is Gunnar Jensen. I thought Gunnar was his middle name, but his first name was Sniper. The Sniper Gunnar Jensen. <laughs> Hammer that point home. Sniper Gunnar Jensen. The name's Jensen. Sniper yeah. Gunnar Jensen. <laughs> Sniper Gunnar Jensen. My friends call me Trigger. <laughs> Just call me uh, SGJ for sure. Yeah, SGJ. Sniper Gunnar Jensen, Ying Yang, Lee Christmas. Yep. Got it. Now, we've not even got to the stupid one yet. Next up, we've got weapons specialist, Hail Caesar. No, that's... Uh, yes. It's carry-on expendables. Uh, Hail Caesar. Um, yep. He's the weapon specialist. Now, I will read you his Wikipedia description. Hail Caesar, portrayed by Terry Crews. Are you familiar with his work? Some of it, yeah. Is another, because they're all heavy weapon experts. That was right? what I was going to ask you, is if he is the weapon specialist... Yep. What is Sniper Gunner Jensen's function? <laughs> well, he can shoot things from a distance. But uh, Hail Caesar cannot? Or is Hail Caesar really good at like loading and cleaning guns, but he's short-sighted, so he can't see anything? This is where you've got to pick holes in this. Sure. So presumably him and Sniper Gunner Jensen work very well in tandem. Well, I will read out the description. Hail Caesar is another heavy weapons expert and mm. the muscle house of the Expendables. Now, once again, that's very much like going into a kitchen full of chefs and going, oh, he's very much the chef of the team. What, what does muscle house mean? I, I think you could take a guess. It means he's the most muscly. And Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Jet Li, Dolph Lundgren are not exactly tubs of lard. I was going to say, I think Lee Christmas would have something to say about that. So anyway, Hail Caesar is the muscle house of the Expendables team. 
he is usually given assignments that require amazing feats of strength. Mm. I feel like, though, his, his weapons knowledge <laughs> is then going to sort of go to waste a little bit because yeah. if he's put all this time and effort into perfecting his sort of knowledge of weapons, but then they're just like, oh, hey, oh, we need you to help break out of prison again if you can just bend those bars. Yep. Yeah, but I've just built a, a gun that can shoot down hell. Yeah, we don't need that. Just just bend this bar, mate. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, Sniper Gunner Johnson can take out helicopters. You're just on strength, <laughs> strength sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. We're going on our next mission. Ah, oh, brilliant. Do you need any any weapons preparation? Uh, no, you can load the truck up for us if you want. Yeah, those bags of bricks aren't going to move themselves. Seems like a real waste to have him doing the grunt work. Anyway, I haven't even got to the stupid one yet. Mm. There is, as I say, this this list, it goes on significantly. It is the Turkish knife expert, <laughs> cock swallower. That would be brilliant. It's not a million miles away. It's the demolitions expert, Toll okay. Road. I don't believe the names, though. Hail yep. Caesar Toll Road. Yes. Toll Road. Toll Road. T-O-L-L. And road as you would anticipate. I mean, toll. Imagine that. So he's a he's a demolitions expert. He's a demolitions. So we've got a sniping expert. We've got a gun expert. We've got a demolitions expert. This guy is the pilot, and his name is Parking Boo. Uh, (laughs) Does Hail Caesar not cover explosives though? Again, with his because he's just generic weapons expert. He'll polish it and he'll oil it but he won't shoot it. But then weapons expert, though, that could be anything. So he could be, you know, really into medieval weaponry, sort of (laughs) going around museums and things and kind of admiring the craft work. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't take that much to master guns. So surely he would have dabbled with explosives. Say that to Hail Caesar. He'll batter you. Well, no, surely um, Toll Road will batter me if anyone's going to batter me. Well, because Hail I'm Caesar's the weapon specialist. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Hail Caesar should have been given an expanded role. And if anything, oh, right. as far as I'm concerned, toll road is surplus to requirements at the moment. Just dead weight. to be perusing the uh-huh. adult video store and saw some more latest triple x releases and uh-huh. thought maybe you could once again shine your laser-like intelligence intellect on a question of whether a title belongs to one of the top 100 children's books of all time or uh-huh. the top 100 adult video releases of this week and it's important as well to note that you do need a to quote you laser like insight <laughs> and uh intuition to play this game um, yeah it really does require quite a lot of concentration as the the listeners will see um i just want a little disclaimer um before we play this game that yeah. i 
don't agree with this going on to the podcast. But, um, you know, Dan, clearly respecting my wishes the last time we played this game, immediately went and put it fully unedited into an episode of the podcast, which is now out there available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. So it's available literally for the whole world to listen to. Um, And once again, I I would imagine that my wishes will be respected once again and that this will (laughs) never see the light of day. So with that in mind. Yeah, we'll crack up. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot going on with this game. You can't judge a book by its cover or a video release by its cover. Although having said that, you can very much judge these video releases by their covers because they're pure felt. Yep. With you so far? I'm going to give you a title. You mm-hmm. will either, because it's you know in your book or video collection, you'll already know the answer, or you will... Use your Sherlockian intellect and powers of deduction. So this is our roll dial or wrong dial feature. It's got legs and it's got all the other parts of the body, depending on whether it is a book or fruit. So we will start with our little kitchen. Our little kitchen, did you say? That's exactly what I said. I I, th- I think that's a children's book. It is by Gillian Tamaki. The Doghouse. Uh, <laughs> uh, so these are always the ones that, you know, the, these sort of names are always the one where Spidey sense is tingling a little bit. Mm. But I think this is probably a, a children's book, I hope. No, that's absolute filth. That is, is a really? disturbing video. Yes, it is. Yes. Because the thing is that that can very much go either way. It's not <laughs> explicit enough to be classed immediately as fruit. Okay. So, all right. So, so yeah. one all. I mean, your fruity senses were tingling by your own admission. So it yeah. didn't, it didn't get past you completely. It very much I, just snuck in off the post. I just feel that the, the world has enough troubles at its door at the moment anyway so i'm trying to just hope that everything's going to be okay but evidently as the doghouse has shown it's not yeah no no no, really 10 little asians (laughs) (laughs) see right the way through that i was thinking ah it's clearly a children's book what's going to be 10 little ducks um 10 little puppies and then when you said the word asians (laughs) the uh the barometer swept way over to the left. So, yeah, that's probably Phil. I don't think you could get away with calling a children's book that, if I'm honest. If I'm surprised they can get away with calling pornography that. Is there <laughs> yeah. a point where somebody could watch that and say, I just find it degrading to Asians? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I mean, I don't really want to know too much more, but, no. um, you know, it doesn't really specify the gender. could be... Ten little Asian gentlemen. Who knows? But but either way, I think it was the word Asian that suddenly swung everything back over to the fruit market. Loretta Little looks back. Mm, I think because of the alliteration, I think this is probably a children's book. Although <sighs> Loretta Little is a little bit concerning, but then that's only because we're playing this horrible game where I have to. Much in the same way as innocent until proven guilty 
it's a children's book until it's proven to be a blue movie. Loretta <laughs> Little is troubling me a bit, but I'm, again, I'm going to I'm going to be an optimist and say this is a children's book. It is by Andrew oh, David good. Pinky. Pinky. P- um, I do also enjoy the number of different ways we <laughs> we have of describing the filth. I think I've counted about eight euphemisms. Yeah, well. Cinema of a questionable virtue, shall we call it? Uh-huh. Okay, next up. Open wide, it's feeding time. <laughs> oh, Christ. This is because the problem is... <sighs> yeah. Well, your own filthy mind. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. No, but yeah. it's not It's not that I will no. automatically think that. It's just the game we're playing. But I hate the fact that the game that we're playing even makes me think that this might be one of the goods on offer at the spice market. Um, open wide, it's feeding time. <laughs> Children's book. No, it's filth. It is oh, absolute. God. Well, that's awful. <laughs> I will not tell you what's being fed. You could leave that up to your imagination. Next up, Big Daddy. At what point do you think a feature has outstayed its welcome? (laughs) Well, I thought two minutes into the first bit, but um, the the public want what the public want. So this is called Big Daddy. It really is, yes. All right. I'm, I'm going to say this is, yeah, I think this is very much some of the low-hanging fruit, I would say, because it's not even that hidden, unlike some of the others. So you're going cinema of low virtue? Yes. And you're quite right. It, it is absolute filth. It is a dirty movie. Again, um, it's a combination of big and daddy. <laughs> if it was big something else then it's fine. But it's those two words together, much like yeah. 12 little Asians. There's always one word that I think really gives you the indicator, except for, of course, when it comes to open wide, it's feeding time. Yeah, the red flags came raining down on Big Daddy. Yeah. Next, outside in. Uh, that's a children's book. It is by Deborah Underwood. The Little Mermaid. That is a children's book. It is by Andrew David Pinkney's brother, Jerry Pinkney. I think The Little Mermaid may originally have been written by Hans Christian Andersen. So Jerry Pinkney got there first. (laughs) I don't think it's the same story, although how he's got away with such a blatant rip-off is beyond me, but but it certainly is not dirty, and that's all we're interested Mm -hmm. in. Uh, Next up... Teen trickery. Yeah, the word teen is never good. So I think we'll <laughs> Did you say... get the word big, daddy, or yeah. teen? Uh, that's, there is a flag daddy, on the plane. teen, Asian, anything like that. Yeah, you wouldn't have teen in a children's book. So that is clearly fruit. Yeah, that's the selection of videos at the back of the shop. Okay, only two left. Turn on her engine. Uh, I think this is probably fruit, um, and I think it could be a good sequel to Harry and his steam-powered shovel. If the title was ever so slightly different. Mm. But I think it's the her, isn't it, that gives this one away? Yeah, 
If it was yep. turning on the engine, I would say, mm. oh, that that could be a young person's story. But turn on Thomas her the Tank Engine, engine sequel. Yeah, exactly. You know that is back of the shop. Um, mm. The Strange Birds of Flannery O'Connor. Um, I think unless this is something either really niche or really fetish, this is probably a children's book. It is by Amy Alsnersner. It's all pronunciation. Mm. Honestly, wait, it's about nine letters long, and the Z is the only consonant. <laughs> Last one. It's a tricky one. Mm. Hairy little pussy. <sighs> hmm. Which way to play this one? Because the thing is, uh-huh. um, I think it's too obvious, don't you? The yeah, girl. sort of. But then also, this game has a quite a harrowing way of actually proving me wrong when I think things are too obvious, and actually there is stuff called that. Um, the, the double bluff. Yeah, exactly. The double bluff, uh, and I guess the directors of fruity movies are not traditionally known for their sardonic wit. Subtlety um, is not their strong point, is it? No, which makes me think that maybe this actually is just a fruit movie. But then, <laughs> if it is, just what's the point? Just literally, just call it what it is. Yeah, <laughs> you just call sexy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sex. So, which way did you land on this? You landed with it um, being children. No, right? I really, I really don't want to. One of the really Pinkney Brothers. No, I think the Pinkney Brothers are too busy <laughs> sort of ripping off Disney movies and stuff. But I think that I really hope it is. But then, and I, I'm kind of feeling horrible about either choice because if I say it's a children's yeah. book yeah. and it's not, I'm going to feel quite empty and depressed. And if I say it's some filth, it turns out it's a children's book. I look like a deranged maniac. Yeah, we'll go. We'll, we'll go children's book. It's filth, you pervert! Uh, Come on, you think there's going to be a children's book called Hairy Little Pussy in the world in which we live with the animals out there? No, I'm yeah. afraid that. <laughs> no, that's triple X. And well, there was another one: exploited college girls. I don't even need to bother with that, do I? I think that's probably a bit of a tap-in, isn't it? Beautiful work. I didn't keep count. Let's assume you got more right than you got wrong. I think you did pretty well. I think you got about 60%. Excellent. And so just to be clear, this is never going to see the light of day on any podcast. No, we are never releasing this utter filth. Good. And, uh, you know, this is on record, so this should be fine. (laughs) I have no reason to doubt you. That is everything you could possibly ask for for another week. Next time we will have more man talk and an afterkill where something astonishing happens with a carrot. Until then. Goodbye, everybody. Mm-hmm.